Hey guys, it's me Ishita, and today we'll be reading the twelfth chapter of Matilda. So this is the chapter number twelve. The name of the chapter is Lavender. So let's get started. In the middle of the first week of Matilda's first term, Miss Honey said to class, "I have some important news for you. So listen carefully. You too, Matilda. Put that book down for a moment and pay attention." Small eager faces looked up and listened. It's in the headmistress' custom, Miss Honey went on, to take over the class for one period each week. So she does this with every class in the school, and each class has a fixed day and a fixed time. Ours is always two o'clock on Thursday afternoons, immediately after lunch. So tomorrow at two o'clock, Miss Trunchbull will be taking over for me one lesson. I shall be here as well, of course, but only as a silent witness. Is that understood? Yes, Miss Honey. They chirped. A word of warning to you all, Miss Honey said. The headmistress is very strict about everything. Make sure your clothes are clean, your faces are clean, and your hands are clean. Speak only when spoken to. When she asks you a question, stand up at once before you answer it. Never argue with her. Never answer back. Never try to be funny. If you do, you will make you angry, and then the headmaster gets angry. And better watch out. Can you say that again? Lavender murmured. I'm quite sure, she said, that she will be testing you on what you are meant to have learned this week, which is your two times table. So I strongly advise you to sort it up. When you get home tonight, get your mother and father to hear you on it. What else she'll be testing us on? Someone asked. Spellings, Miss Honey said. Try to remember everything you have learned these few last few days. And one more thing: a jug of water in a glass must always be on the table here when the headmistress comes in. She never takes a lesson without that. Now, who will be responsible for seeing that it's there? I will," Lavender said at once. "Very well, Lavender," Miss Honey said. "It will be your job to go to the kitchen and get the jug and fill it with water and put it on the table there with a clean, empty glass just before the lesson starts. What if the jug's not in the kitchen?" Lavender asked. "There are dozens of headmasters' jugs and glasses in the kitchen," Miss Honey said. "They are used all over the school." "I won't forget," Lavender said. "I promise I won't." Already, Lavender's scheming mind was going over the possibilities that this water jug job had opened up for her. She longed to do something truly heroic. He admired the older girl Hortensia to distraction for the daring deeds she had performed in the school. She also admired Matilda, who had sworn her to secrecy about the parrot job she had bought off. At home, and also the great hair oil switch, which had bleached her father's hair. It was her turn now to become a heroine. If only she could come up with a brilliant plot. On the way home from school after afternoon, she began to mull over various possibilities. And when at last the germ of brilliant idea hit her, she began to expand on it and lay her plans with the same kind of care. The Duke of Wellington had done before the Battle of Waterloo. 
Admittedly, the enemy on his occasion was not Napoleon, but you would never have got anyone in the Trenchen Hall to admit that the headmistress was a less formidable foe than a famous Frenchman. Great skill would have to be exercised, Lavender told herself, and with great secrecy observed it was to come out of this exploit alive. There was a muddy pond at the bottom of Lavender's garden, and there was the home of a colony of newets. The newet, although fairly common in English ponds, is not often seen by ordinary people because it's a shy and murky creature. It's an incredibly ugly, gersome-looking animal, rather like a baby crocodile but with a shorter head. It is quite harmless but doesn't look at it's about six inches long and very slimy with a greenish-gray skin on top and an orange-colored belly underneath. It is, in fact, an amphibian which can live in or out of water. That evening, Lavender went to the bathroom of the garden determined to catch a newt. They were swiftly moving animals and not easy to get hold of. She lay on the bank of a long time, waiting patiently under the spore. She spotted a whopper. Then, using a school hat as a net, she swooped and caught it. She had leaned her pencil box with the pond weedy ready to receive the creature, but she discovered that it was not easy to get the newt out of the hat and into the pencil box. It wriggled and squirmed like a quicksilver, and apart from that, the book was not only just long enough to take it. She got it at last. She had to be careful not to trap its tail in the lid when she slid it closed. A boy next door called Rupert and Whistle had told her that if you chopped off a newt's tail, the tail stayed alive and grew into another newt ten times bigger than the first one. It could be a size of an alligator. Lavender didn't quite believe that, but she was not prepared to risk it happening. Eventually, she managed to slide the lid out of the pencil box right home and Newt was hers. Then on second thought, she opened the lid just the tiniest fraction so that the creature could breathe. The next day, she carried out her secret weapon to school in her satchel. She was tingling with excitement. She was longing to tell Matilda about her plan of battle. In fact, she wanted to tell the whole class. But she finally decided to tell nobody. It was the better that way because then no one, even when he put under the most severe torture, would be able to name her as the culprit. Lunchtime came. Today it was sausages and baked beans, Lavender's favorite, but she couldn't eat it. Are you feeling all right, Lavender? Miss Honey asked from the head of the table. I had such a huge breakfast, Lavender said. I really couldn't eat a thing. Immediately after lunch, she dashed off to the kitchen and found one of the Trunchbull's famous jug. It was a large, bulging thing made up of blue-glazed pottery. Lavender filled it half full of water and carried it together with the class into the classroom, set it on together the teacher's table. The classroom was still empty. Quick as a flash, Lavender got her pencil box from a satchel and slid open the lid just a tiny bit. The newt was lying quite still. With great care, she held the box over her neck of the jug and pulled the lid fully open and tipped the newt in. It was a plop as it landed in the water and it thrashed down widely for a few seconds before settling down. 
And now to make the newt feel more at home, Lavender decided to give it all the pond wheat from the pencil box as well. The deed was done. All was ready. Lavender put her pencils back into the rather damp pencil box and returned it to the, its correct place on her home desk. When she went out and joined the others in the playing ground, until it was the time for the lessons to begin. So guys, that's up for this chapter. I hope you loved it. Please don't try this at home or with any of your parents or this. This is just a story and it's talking about, so it's jokes kind of thing. So till then, take care and bye-bye. I'll meet you in the next chapter.